are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Thanks for listening to Locked On Wildcats. As always, this is run by Run Your Pool. Now you might be thinking, Mike, I got a pool. I know what I'm doing. Not that kind of pool, a college basketball pool. Here's the read for you right here. I'm going to read right from it. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game type like Survivor or Pick X, both really fun in their own way. They have options to edit scoring, and they offer more intel to make your picks, all stuff you won't find on ESPN or CBS. That's called Shade. Clearly, we believe Run Your Pool because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. We're not asking you to do something that we wouldn't do ourselves. If you want to play uh, against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com backslash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter Pure Madness and check out. Okay, Arizona-USC tonight. Um, you correctly have been saying all season that you thought that USC was a more difficult matchup for Arizona than UCLA. John Schuster, so far you've been proven right. <laughs> that was one game. <laughs> and they split with UCLA and they beat true, USC. but <laughs> we're fans of the eye test here. Yes. We're not fans of metrics, we're fans yeah. of the eye test. And the eye test did tell me that I th- Arizona, the Arizona-UCLA game, I think, obviously, kudos to UCLA, they won the game. I think a lot of that, too, was Arizona just rolling and just not taking them seriously. Now you can say, well, that was stupid. Yes, it mm-hmm. was. Right. But it was what it was. I think Arizona showed in McHale that I think Arizona's just a better team than UCLA. Um, I think they're a better team than USC, but USC's got a lot more parts that worry me, especially length across That's the it. front and, line. And that should worry everybody in, on the college basketball landscape, and I think it's the reason that USC's going to be in the tournament a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have their, their size is great, and their athleticism is really good, and their ability to play defense as a result of that uh, makes them a problem for everybody. Mm-hmm. And if you look at their resume, I mean— They've got a win over Oregon. They've got a win over UCLA. Right. Uh, it's not like uh, SC fascinates. In a conference where I find myself frustrated and griping a lot how I think the league is undervalued. It's almost like it's undervalued a slot. Arizona is exactly where it should be. Correct. Okay? They they deserve being one of the best teams in the country. They're going they're almost certainly going to be a number 1 seed in the NCAA tournament regardless of what happens in the USC game. Uh, so that one I feel like the bracket prognosticators have right. Bruno, it's nice to see. It's good that you had the ears peeled back there. You look like a dog with a mission. Um, He's looking for so, your face. Uh, that's that's the mission. So anyway, and I've and, and this conference is the bracketologists are frustrated. And it's not like I'm a Pac-12 apologist. Right. To a large degree, I get over the years this conference has sucked and screwed itself as far as bad performances in the NCAA tournament. So so when you have consistent bad performances in the NCAA tournament, it's understandable that maybe you're not you going to get the attention. You have won a national title in 25 in five, years. That, that, that plays, okay? But I look, at, I look at two teams right now, and these are the ones that we've talked about a little bit on this podcast. Uh, that that I think are woefully undervalued as far as their overall brackets are concerned, and and one is on the bubble, and that's Oregon, right? Uh, who is clearly good enough to play in the mm-hmm. NCAA tournament, and 
And the other one is Colorado, who isn't even being discussed, right. who's right side up in a Power Five conference, mm-hmm. they, which means they have more wins in conference play than they have losses in conference play. They're, if, they, if Colorado, and they're almost a 20-win team, mm-hmm. if Colorado was in any other league, they would win against Arizona and a win against Oregon. If they were in any other league, Power Five league, and, and maybe even like a league like the Mountain West or something like that, or even the West Coast Conference, with their record, they'd be in the tournament. Mm-hmm. They'd be in the field. In the Pac-12, for some reason, they're not even considered. I like to in the ACC. The, ACC has one good team this year, Duke. Yeah. Nobody says, oh, well, the ACC sucks. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, yeah, it does. And it's going to be, what, a 16-bit league? Right, yeah. A for sure. Everybody league? will get in. Yeah, yeah everyone will, will get, get in. in. Syracuse will get in. Throw in Carolina. Mm-hmm. they got a losing record. So players. I get that, as an example, Colorado isn't a second-weekend basketball team. But I think their resume is good enough for them to be in the tournament. Mm-hmm. And they're not even being considered. Right. So Oregon's on the bubble. If Oregon gets into the field, do you really want to see Oregon? Can you imagine Colorado. how pissed off you would be if you're like a three seed and you uh-huh. get Oregon as a 14 yeah. and they have better players yeah. than you? right. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you get Oregon in the play-in game and then the game after oh, that. the play-in game would be incredibly infuriating. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, you've got those two teams that are at the bottom and kind of in the outside looking in, even though I think you can make favorable arguments for both of them being in the field. Mm-hmm. The other team on this list that I think is woefully underseeded is USC. Mm-hmm. USC is a, what, four-loss basketball, four basketball team? basketball team. Who's right. what, a seven seed right. in some exactly. of these brackets? Right. Uh, wait. What? Right. <laughs> right. I've seen USC. Right. Okay. There's some talent on that roster. Mm-hmm. I think they have two problems. They're not very deep, and they're offensively inconsistent. Mm-hmm. But are they really a seven seed? <laughs> are they really seven seed good in the NCAA tournament, Mike? Right. No, they're not. Uh, yeah, they're not. <laughs> and on top of that, too, it's not like you're throwing out a bunch of dudes that look like me out there. They look the part. There's really no reason that they shouldn't be in there. I think that that's some USC bias, and you would think anti-USC bias, and you would think, too, that there wouldn't be, being that this is a team that just made the Elite Eight last mm-hmm. year. Right. You know, yeah. I mean— I'm, I'm, I am— I am, there's a lot of, there because there, I get confused easily with my, you know, advanced age. Uh, but the forgetfulness about USC being in the picture baffles me. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many years now has it been? Enfield, what is it? What's the stat? USC, yeah, USC has, is Can- third USC, in the regular Kansas, season. Baylor, yes, USC, yeah. Kansas, and Baylor. And something like that over what, the last five years, mm-hmm. the last six years, something like that. They have the most regular season mm-hmm. wins. Right. And that's a trivia question that you only get right if you've seen a USC basketball game. Mm-hmm. Not because you've been watching college basketball at all. Right. You know, so, so yet again, they're good. Yet again, they have good talent. There's something about somehow in Los Angeles, the air gets sucked out of any conversation regarding USC. But Enfield continues to make that program as good as it's ever been mm-hmm. for as consistently as it's ever been. If you're looking at this game specifically... Is Arizona going to have a problem at USC? Yes. Mm-hmm. Just like every other team has a problem facing USC, especially on uh, the, the way that USC has length and the, USC, and the way that USC plays defense. They led Arizona by six at McHale late. Mm-hmm. And Arizona was, I thought, I think Arizona's a better team. Mm-hmm. I think Arizona's deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, and Arizona showed that its system worked for them in the last four minutes. Mm-hmm. They they, they dominated the last four minutes right. of that game, and it allowed them to get the win at McHale. Will they be able to do that in L.A.? I'm I'm not so sure, but they, they, they certainly can't turn the ball over 19 times like they did against Colorado and right. expect to get a W. Right. All right, let's take a quick break. 
Welcome back to the Locked On Wildcats podcast. You might be wondering to yourself, what's that chomping going on in the background? That is not John, John Schuster. Schuster eating dog food. No, it is not John <laughs> Schuster. John Schuster has eaten dog food, though, he, on the show. This he, is Bruno Lou. Bruno was back from radiation in Colorado, and Bruno was looking to make up for lost time. Bruno during the entire... And Bruno's looking at me right mm. now and then oh. looking at John oh. Schuster. Oh, you're very he's, active. He's... Lo- this is this is John Bruno. <laughs> this is... Uh, <laughs> This is Bruno, though, saying, you know what? All I had was lunch meat, jerky, and dentabones. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. oh. Was that your uh, Colorado uh, diet? And he said, to, he's saying to myself, I want to get back to my nature's harvest. <laughs> now, we've actually broken down the recipe in the nature's harvest. The big thing about it is it's grain-free, which prevents him from having gas. Now, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good thing. Farted... Given your current proximity to where you are to me right now, I think that's a very good thing. Thank you, Nature's Grain. Yes, anyway, Nature's, sorry, yes, nature's Harvest. That's harvest, what, Nature's Harvest without the grain, <laughs> yes. But Bruno, though, is also saying to himself, why don't more people talk about USC? Hmm. And that's something that I don't think anybody really has an answer for. They match up. They're one of the few teams. USC and Oregon are the only two teams that I've seen this year in the Pac-12 that I thought athletically matched up with Arizona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's... I mean, that, and I think that's why they played, played close games. I'm also... I really believe, and and maybe, maybe, I believe the four teams at the top, assuming Oregon gets in and doesn't, you know, crap itself like a Canadian geese. You know, they're, they're, uh, you you know, if if they can, if they can actually get into the field, I think you're going to see four teams in this conference that have, you have every reason to believe that they're going to be in this for a while. Right. And they, and, 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 you know, USC is definitely one of those four. Those are the teams that I would look at and say, oh, if you're in that bracket staring at them, it's like, oh, man. Right. I mean, you know that if you're on the eight and nine line, you got a bad, you know, you didn't get a good slot because you got to deal with the number one in the second round. Okay. You know, you know that that's going to be a problem. But there are some teams here where you may be the more favorable seed. And you're looking at a team across from you that has what better happens, raw talent. What happens again if the Pac-12 puts like three teams in the Sweet 16? Which I think elite, is a very real the possibility. Elite, the Elite Eight. Do we just continue to say, well, the Pac-12 sucks? I, at, at what point do you have to stop saying that? Right. And maybe the thing that really helps here is that that finally, perhaps... I mean, I don't know how the NCAA tournament does this. I don't know what Lenardi's issue is. I, I think... I think Lenardi and Palm and some of the others, I'm not, I think they generally do a, a perfectly, it's all, it, it's all clickbait, you know, it's all a clickbait circle jerk. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're, anybody can do, I'm, I, I have no problem with them doing this. I know that it's great for their respective sports outlets to do this. My problem, I think, is that I fear that the tournament committee has gotten lazy and basically just uses these mock brackets, right. who, again, I think are generally good. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still have a job but, to do. You signed up to do a job, you not signed just up to, to do, have do, an outsourced. Like, oh, right, exactly. And it feels like that's what they've done. They've just kind of outsourced, and then they come in over the weekend, and they talk about the net and quad one and all this other crap, when really all they're doing is looking at Palm and Lenardi. Oh. And, and, and I think I feel like the two Pac-12 teams are just the the conference as a whole. I think is undervalued this year, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, but I guess they get to prove it in the tournament. And if they have another good tournament, we'll see if that helps those border teams, mm-hmm. the bubble teams. Like if if this is the way that it should have been, you know, the Pac-12 s- strings five or six years right. together where they're good in the tournament. 
because of that, is Colorado a, a 10 seed right, right now? You know, maybe they are. Right. Maybe Oregon's an 8 or a 9. I look at a lot of teams in a lot of other conferences that I think that team's an 8 or a 9 and Oregon isn't. Right. I know Oregon's got some crap losses, too. Right. I get it. Right. But so do they. But so do they. Right, and, exactly. And, 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 <laughs> and if I'm eye-testing these guys, I, I think... I think I think I don't think Colorado is a team as an example that's going to make a run. Right. You know, I think they can be a competitive one game team. Could they win one right. game? Sure. Are they going to get to the Sweet 16? No. Right. Uh, Oregon could make a run. Uh, but and then you get to the top level of the conference and obviously USC is a problem. You mm-hmm. UCLA's really good. Mm-hmm. And Arizona is is a legitimate number 1 seed. So those are teams that should make uh should give what appears to be a top heavy conference an opportunity to get some air all right one thing though that you don't need to get air from though is the bet online sports book all right get on to bet online that's where you want to have everything they've got everything you need let's take a quick break Welcome back to Locked On Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke Shoes and John Schuster right there. We're up against the uh, clock shoe. Give me a quick uh, prediction on tonight's game. Oh, I think USC is going to win. Okay. I think Arizona is going to lose two in a row. There's going to be panic in Tucson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the end, none of it will really change. And Arizona's still going to be Arizona's going to be able to right the ship through the rest of the regular season. They're still going to be a num- number one seed in the South. All right. But they're going to lose to USC. I think Arizona's going to win tomorrow by seven. You've been listening to Locked On Wildcats podcast. 